Welcome back to another episode of the Coach's Corner Podcast. In today's episode, just to give you a warning, we're kind of probably going to be throwing around words like universe, energy, attraction, infinite, visualization, intuition, quantum, soul, affirmations, and all those kind of words that sometimes can seem a little bit out there. I know for myself, if you would have told me that five years ago, I would have sort of been like, whatever, it's just hard work and hustle and, and grind it out. And although that worked for me, I think it was the hardest way for me to do something. Nowadays, I'm so obsessed with this topic that things are infinitely easier. I feel like I'm in flow. And if I ever feel something where it's harder than it should be, I take a step back and it served me in so many ways. So I wish I would have met a guy like Kevin Carden a little bit earlier in my journey. That being said, I think it's your biggest struggle that now that I'm so obsessed with the topic, I love teaching it as well. So I'm grateful that I didn't know it and that I chose the hard route. Um, and, and every few weeks, we have a bit of a special episode where a lot of times we'll have a guy who's like, hey, I made $150 million last month and we're kind of like, cool dude, but it seems sort of out there and we'll get there someday. And so I've made a commitment to bringing in clients or clients from the Coaches University, or just people in my circle, in my world who've seen recent success we're able to hopefully can connect with Kevin in a deeper way than, than sometimes we can with others. And because um, Kevin is available, um, you know, you can tap into his resources, tap into his channel, we'll give you resources to Kevin. And I'm sure that you can connect with Kevin if you feel a connection to this, because I truly believe this is a missing piece for people's success. And just shooting an email to Joe Dispenza sometimes can be, um, well, there's a lot of people to get through. Whereas Kevin can can really serve you on a really deep level if you feel like you connect to this. So with that said, Kevin, thanks for being here. Thank you so much, Lucas. I really appreciate it. And I'm excited to be here because as you know, I mean, I was a student of yours, still am in, in many ways. And uh, I'm just excited to share what I've learned over the last year and a half since we've gotten connected. Man, and, and there's a very typical pattern from the people who are just making things happen and finding the resources to make it happen and those who stay stuck and it it breaks my heart and at the same time i've learned to let go of and not take it personally just kind of like failure you're not a failure if you fail mm. you've just done something that didn't work and you can you can adjust it so i love this idea of mixing science with spirituality and i know right on your bios and right on your websites you talk about that a lot but i think um you do a very good job of it because when i was I played in polar extremes and I think some people maybe have in the past where I was, you know, went through spiritual phases where not much got done and I kind of explored myself, which was really beautiful. And then I went through different phases where it was grind and hustle and, or even denouncing spirituality or religion, not the same thing, but connected for many people and taking more of a scientific approach. And once I started studying quantum and this whole world of like, whoa, energy and how science and spirituality are the same. And science, I think, is trying to explain spirituality. You can correct me. This is just my, you've got many more years of study on this. So right from you, what is this idea of science and spirituality for someone listening who might be starting to explore this, but or maybe you've done visualizations or affirmations and it didn't work for you, which is a really big one, I think, for people, mm -hmm. and you've written it off. What, what's the connection between the two? So at the very base of it, the foundation, this, the connection is just the two parts of our, our personal nature is we have a human body 
we also have a part of that is our brain or some people call it their mind, but then there's a connection point within that's in our consciousness, really, that is connected with the infinite, connected with the universe or source, spirit, God, whatever label you subscribe to, you prefer higher power energy. Like in science is now coming to prove that there is one unified field of energy. That is what we're referring to as God or the universe or spirit or anything like that. And we as souls or spirits come into time and have this human experience. So that's where I see it as, is that foundation is that connection point is between our human nature, which is our finite nature. And then our infinite nature with our, which is our spirit or our soul. And we experience that connection point through our consciousness. So that was literally going to be my next question because I was um, in my, in my childhood and there's nothing against the religion. I, I pull from many different religions to create my own creed of sorts. I find stuff that works for me, but because maybe the understanding wasn't there, I was kind of forced to believe things and the soul was a whole different idea. Now, when I reread the Bible, actually, it's a beautiful explanation of all of this, just my interpretation of it or the way that, um, you know, the influencers in the church that I was a part of explained it. I, I don't think they did it in the best way possible. They did the best they could. But now that when I look at it with this higher understanding, I'm just like the Bible is actually like the best self-help book and many different spiritual texts are at least when I revisit it. So I was going to ask you, what is the soul? But I think you've defined that the connection between the mind and the body. And I guess that's why different cultures, when you point to their you know, their soul. I think here we kind of point here, but some will point to their belly as well as mm -hmm. their intuition, as their second mind. Um, so that would explain what the soul is in terms of this work you do. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. cool. And, and then when you say infinite or yep. intelligence or source, um, my basic understanding of it is every big idea I've had has been at 3am when I'm in alpha state, when I'm like waking up and every big idea or every obstacle that I thought was impossible. I've gotten this solution at 3 a.m. I can't explain it. I keep a notebook by my by my bed. Maybe you can explain that. What's going on there? That's because you know when you're sleeping, your subconscious mind is the most open yep. and your most most active really. Or and actually I'll put it a different way is that since your conscious mind is asleep, then your subconscious mind has more access and more uh, power to mm -hmm. then flow through you. Because it's always at work. Your subconscious mind has never stopped. And it's always working. I mean, it's literally beating our heartbeat. It's, it's causing us to breathe. Like you and I are not thinking, okay, I need to take a deep breath in between our words. Mm -hmm. It's happening. Mm -hmm. And so when we're sleeping, it's happening as well. And our subconscious mind is a connection to the super conscious mind, which is just another word for infinite or you, the universe, God, whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's no surprise when you have that. And you can influence that. This is a, probably a whole nother subject, but there, I'm sure you are thinking about certain problems you want to be to have solved or some ideas that you want answers to before you go to sleep. So your subconscious mind is starting to work on it. So there okay. is that connection piece there. I guess it's why I'm always talking about framing in a question, a very concise question. So don't think about your problem. Yeah. Frame it as a question. I love to write that question down when I go to bed. Yeah. I swear to God, Kevin, and I know this is no surprise to you. It's just become a part of my life now, but it's, I, I like trying to find an explanation for it as I wake up with the answer or I'm in the shower, which I know I think also facilitates more of a, uh, the creative brain state, which I think is the yeah. data, um, brain waves, but either way, or I'm driving along the highway or on my motorcycle and I pull over in tears almost. Cause I'm like, Whoa, the answer was just given to me. And I mm -hmm. go execute life has become so much more effortless 
And, and so why do you think people are resistant to it? Or if, if someone's listening, it's just kind of like, that's so cool, but where do I start with this? How do I even get into this? Yeah. Meditation. What's up? Where would you have someone start um, quieting their conscious mind so they can tap into their subconscious mind and you call it the super conscious, the infinite, so they can tap into all that information available to them. Yeah. So I want to give an analogy really quick because what, what you first start out with is like, well, what if someone is like, well, where, like, is this even real? Like, can I believe in this? How I see it is, is very practical. You think about how our, like the internet is just a beautiful analogy and how it works. You think of your email. When you send an email, where does it go? It's literally everywhere. It's ever present. But then the, the person who can access that email is that, that exact sender's address. And so you have to send it there. But that, that email is ever present. Like, it's like little bits of information everywhere. And then exactly. it it's just literally flying around. The ideas are the exact same. Mm-hmm. Those, those, those answers to our problems are right here, right now. But we have to tune to it, which is why you have to get that specific cool. question. So that you're, that's like the, the address that you're looking for. Yeah. So that's how I see it in a practical way. And then how to do this, to really work with this, I, I would recommend meditation. That's where I began to really get into all this. And I would recommend guided meditations because when you, if you just try to sit down and you've never really meditated before, or even if you had some practice and you try to quiet your mind and it's really bringing your, your mind to a one-pointed focus so that your conscious mind is so focused on just one thing that you can have more access to your subconscious. Yeah. But that's really difficult to do if you don't have that discipline. But when you do guided meditations, you, your conscious mind has a point of focus, which is someone else's voice. So it's much easier. And that's where I began meditating about eight years ago. And then it's just, you know, grown since there. So I definitely recommend beginning there. Maybe. And I mean, you're, you're over delivering for so many people right now, but maybe one thing, one small ask will be to, um, I'm sure you have some resources or some of the top stuff, maybe at the bottom of this episode, I can put one or two links to maybe your top guided meditations, 10, 15 minute ones. I, I just go on YouTube and I find ones for wealth, for abundance. And when I'm falling asleep, I like to listen to it. Yep. Not only does it put me to sleep quicker, I've literally seen amazing, beautiful thing happens, especially over the last year when I really started tapping into this. So mm. um, I, I think you said one thing of like, well, is this even real? I think that I, I don't like to, one thing that was pushed on me when I was a kid was blind faith. But mm. I'd ask the question, well, where's God? Well, you just have to believe it because that's, that's what the book says. And I'm like, yep. kind of like, fuck that. Like, that, that's not <laughs> enough for me. That's not enough for me. And yeah. so I chose to question. I built this rebellious sort of spirit like untucking my dress shirt in church. And I remember going to church in shorts mm. just to be like, mom, if God really loves me, will he judge me if I'm in a shirt or are you afraid of what everyone else is thinking about our perfect little family? Right. And my parents are beautiful, awesome people. I'm kind of exaggerating that because they were like, whatever, do your thing. But I don't think they cared about anyone else, but, or what people thought, but it wasn't enough for me. So I was like, I need to find proof and I will try something for short periods of time and look for the proof so I can back it up. And so when I started doing this, Kevin, because I remember being like, man, this is kind of like, this is weird. I'm into hustle mentality, right? Yeah. And I think you need both. But, yes. but once I started seeing a 50-minute meditation turn into 10 grand in sales the next hour, I was like, I may not be able to explain this right now. I'm learning how to explain it, but it's real. So if anyone's listening who's like, whatever, Give yourself, I think you were doing a 21-day challenge at one point, but give yourself 
or follow Kevin or ask for some advice or ask for some help, but give yourself maybe a little time window where you can really yep. test this all in. Yep. I can almost guarantee you, you'll, you'll, you'll get something from this to make it more real to you. Would you uh, agree with that? Absolutely. And it's, it's something that builds like, you know, I, I would definitely, like or you said like a 21 day thing, some, some frame of time. That's not just two days. Yeah. Like, all right, I'm going to meditate now. And like, if it, nothing happens in a week, like I'm going to write it off as it doesn't work. Yeah. But if you've never really tried it before, it's like anything, like you have to work at building the muscle. This yeah. is a spiritual muscle that you're building. Yeah. So to, to expect results within the first seven days is, is naive. Right. And so you have to give it the space and time that it deserves because then when you develop that capacity of focus and able to be uh, the ability to meditate and, and draw from this infinite source of ideas that can give you the answer and the, to the solution to your problem. And even beyond that, it's not even like, like you mentioned, like one meditation will turn into, you know, $10,000 in sales. Like it's happened for me too. Like I've enrolled a couple of clients out of nowhere and I didn't do anything specifically. Like they yeah. messaged me. Yeah. So some of the things like it's literally just, you're attracting it as well. But again, you got to give it the space and time because it builds, Yeah. You build that muscle. Yeah. So, so this is a perfect segue. Cause I, I had to ask this cause it's on everyone's mind or for a lot of people is when you hear law of attraction, yep. which I think was, was marketed well, but I, I, at least from, from my experience of it, um, kind of like any spiritual text, it can be taken out of context yep. to, and, and maybe um, communicated in not the most effective, efficient way. Because I know a lot of yep. people who've told me this. I've had a vision board. I've, I've asked. I've prayed. I've done this, done that. And you know me. I'm a little bit more. I love machines. I love engines. I love. I can meditate and then wake up, walk down the street, feel my heart bleeds for someone, feed them because I know they're hungry on the street, come back, ride my dirt bike, shoot some guns, go to work, come back. Like I love the whole spectrum of the human experience yeah. from soft to hard. But I feel like a lot of people are living in this, it'll just come to me because I deserve it. Yep. And I disagree with that. What's your point on that? You have to have both sides of it. Just you were sharing like you have the hustle, but then also like attraction and like meditating in this, like, so this hard and soft, I, I think it's beautiful that you have to have that. You think about life itself, it's, it's duality. There's right. up, there's down, there's hot, there's cold, there's right, there's left. There is you know, focus and effort and work, taking action. And then there's energy, there's attraction, there's meditating, there's visualizing. You have to have both. You can't have one without the other. Right. It's two sides of the same coin. And so the law of attraction, first off, I would recommend a resource. To say, if anyone wants to study the law of attraction, that has like the, the ultimate, like it's literally one, one chapter in one book and it's literally got everything you need to know about the law of attraction. You don't need to buy a whole law of attraction course it doesn't like you don't need anything else besides this one chapter. It's called Working with the Law by Raymond Hollywell. It's a book that was written in the 60s, I think. Um, and it was it's it has a study or, or information on 11 different universal laws, one of them being the law of attraction, but there's 10 other laws that he dives into. Yeah. So it's first off, it's an amazing resource, so cool. but second, the law of attraction in described in that book is literally all you need. So and, cool. but very sh like straightforward law of attraction is, you know what you want, clear intention, visualizing it, but then you're, you're expecting it, meaning so cool. you're doing things, expecting the result means that you're actually in action. You're changing your life. You're, you're doing things differently.
it's like this it reminds me of this one quote it's like uh insanity is is uh, expecting um what is it exactly? Uh, you know, you know what I'm talking Einstein, about. Einstein, yeah, yeah, like yeah. doing the same thing, expecting a different yes, result. There we go. Or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, it tripped up a bit, but yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. So cool. Um, I'm gonna put the link below. The links for the books and the resources that I put are never affiliate links. If they ever are, I put it there. I just don't want there to be an ulterior motive. Yeah. Um, so there's no affiliate link for for this book and any resources we post. Um, and if there are, um, we'll let you know, like if we're, if we're promoting someone else's program, I always put that we're doing that. You said one thing in there for, um, um, I think you said, you just mentioned the word faith or something along those lines or, um, anyways, I love the idea that like your, how much faith someone has. And I think, I think literally I heard this from Grant at some point. Um, but anyways, and he, that guy blows me away. Grant Cardone, he was on the podcast, but like his level of spirituality is beyond what mm. his marketing message says. It's unreal. Um, and I never see an exception to this is the depth. I think evolution, especially in business, it forces you to evolve as a spiritual being as well. Yeah. And the more success you start seeing, you're literally forced to evolve spiritually or you don't grow. And so mm-hmm. usually the guys at the top of their game, they don't talk about it. I don't know why, but I'm like, damn, you're, you're a spiritual dude. Like that stuff's crazy. But the level of faith you have is, I, I, uh, is measured by the level of action you take. If you're taking massive action, you're telling the universe or you're telling God, your creator, I have faith that this will work yeah. instead of, I believe it, I believe it, but I don't take action because I don't actually believe it. Yep. That's yeah. exactly it. Faith. Another word for faith is belief, believing power. We all in, in the speaking of the Bible, there's great metaphysical teachings in there that are not religious, yeah. but just Jesus's teachings are literally not religious at all. He yeah, was a metaphysical master. Yeah. And he said that every, to every person was given the measure of faith which uh, the measure, meaning we all have the same amount of faith, but it's where we place it. Do I have faith in that this is not going to work out? Yeah. Am I afraid of what's going to happen? Am I focusing on what I'm worried about or what's not going to happen? Plan B, plan B. Yeah. Exactly. Or do yeah. I have faith my, or am I putting my believing power in plan A? Is it working out? So cool. So cool. So the idea of quantum, this is a topic that I literally am obsessed with. When, when you, when you, and I'll just let you take the lead on this. Um, and I won't, I won't give my input, but quantum, what does that mean to you? Or, or what has, what does quantum or quantum physics, string theory, all that stuff have anything yeah. to do with, um, the macro life, our, our being, our, our goals, our dreams, our bank account, yeah. what the hell do the two have to do together? So First definition of quantum, because there's quantum physics, there's uh, quantum leaps. And the simplest de- definition I've found with this is, uh, is from a book called, uh, I think it's uh, U Squared. It's called U Squared by Price Pritchett. Another fantastic book. It's literally only like 50 pages, but it's, it's power packed. I love amazing. those kind of books. Short, yeah. quick. Exactly. And he t- in the very first or second chapter, he talks about uh, what a quantum leap is. A quantum leap is literally just when an electron, which is a part of an atom, it goes from one orbit of existence to a higher orbit of of existence without any apparent effort, meaning it's jumping multiple levels without any extra energy which seems ridiculous, seems impossible. Like that's when like really, I think what got people into like studying more of like, what does this mean? Like how Mm -hmm. is this happening? And so what it means to our life is us going from one plane of existence, one level of result to a higher level of result, not stepwise process, but literally a quantum leap, a jump. And 
I would highly recommend anyone just check out on YouTube the double slit experiment to have just the first like like dipping your toe into this whole realm of quantum physics and what it really means to you. Because what that scientific experiment has, has proved is that until we observe or measure a piece of matter, because they were studying electrons, which they thought were just, you know, balls of energy or balls of matter, you know, like a, a paintball, for example. Mm-hmm. What they discovered is that in that experiment is that if they're not looking at that, that little ball of matter, that electron, it's literally behaving like a wave, mm-hmm. which to you and I, to everyone listening, what that means is that if we're not observing or visualizing the result that we want, it's just a potential. Mm-hmm. We can wish for it. We can want it. We can you know, have an idea of what that's like. Some people say like, yeah, I know what I want. I know where I'm going. I have a clear vision, but they're not changing their mind. They're not focusing on it to imagine what it will be like when it's all worked out. Yeah. What would it feel like? What would I be thinking? What version of me would I be when it's all said and done? Yeah. Because then when you're doing that, you, the conscious being, your consciousness is focused and observing that reality. And that, that vision that you have, the dream is literally as real as the desk that I'm sitting at. Yeah. I want you to hear that. Cause that's, that's a kind of a big idea, but it's very, it's exactly as real as the physical reality in front of me. The only difference is that it's vibrating at a different rate because everything is energy. Everything is vibrating at a certain rate because everything is made up of just atoms, different combinations of protons, neutrons, and electrons that creates this realm that we experience as a physical reality. But what we can imagine is literally just as real. And as we continue to focus on it, we bring it into reality, but we have to continue to focus on it and observe it because that's exactly how everything is created. Like look around you. I, 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 see, I say it's like, it's, like we're, it's, like wa- it's like the water that we're swimming in if we're fish. Like you ask a fish, like, what's the water? It's like, wait, what water? It's like, it's just, it just is what it is. Yes. But you look around you, every single thing that is in existence right now had to be, be a thought before it became a thing. Lucas, the, 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 the post-its behind you, the, the hat that you're wearing, the specific design of that is it's, you know, camouflage. Someone had to think of that first before it became that hat. And we, we know that. Everyone mm-hmm. listening is probably like, yeah, duh. Like, so of course you need to think about what you're going to create, you know, physically, but it's the same exact thing with the results that you want in your business, the results that you want in your relationships, the money you want in your bank account, the health you want to experience, literally everything you have to have it in mind first, and then it becomes reality, but you have to hold it in your mind. That's what it means to have the observing of your vision. And that's when you're working with this quantum realm this quantum physics of of things. That's so beautiful. I know you have some resources for that. I saw as I was going through your stuff, you've got the, you know, the, the blueprint and some resources. So I'll let you chat about them in a minute here, but I'll put all the links below for that. But you said one beautiful thing. And I think this is the best way that I've heard this explained. I listened to, uh, I think his name's Bob Green. Anyway, he's a quantum physics scientist, but he's also an entertainer. So he has an awesome YouTube channel where he explains quantum and very kind of out there ideas and brings them into simple animations that kids can understand. And I love that kind of stuff, but you, you use the word potential and it just clicked because I can, I can see the double slit experiment and I understand that it's a wave or you can actually measure where it hits at what time. And I love when you were talking about your dreams or your wants that as one, if you're not crystal clear on that, it's just a wave and you don't know where it's going to land. And for the rest yep. of your life, you could have this dream inside you that never comes to, you You may never realize it. 
until yep. you get super clear, which is probably, I'm guessing, the basis of your work or what you really do with people is getting them clear on that, getting them to frequency, making the right questions so they can actually search for the specific answer instead of how do I make more money or how do, how do I get happy, getting very specific on what you're asking for. Yeah, that's exactly it. Because, and honestly, I, I've what I've learned over the last seven years of doing this work myself, like on myself, because I've been I've been teaching this now for three years. Yeah, and I've been studying it at a deep, deep level with my mentor for six. But I've been in you know studying a lot of this stuff for seven years. And honestly, what it really comes down to is the clarity of your vision. And there's so many blocks to that because it's like, well, it, do I believe that it's even possible? Can I do this? Am I worthy? all the fears of it's not going to work out, the worry about the money, like what do other people think? There's so many different things can, that can block us that we don't even get to the clarity of our vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of, of unearthing of those limiting beliefs to be done to really get to the depths of what would I love? Like what's the vision that I want to create? What's the reality I want to experience so that you can feel it? Because it's not just enough to then have it in mind, but you have to work on feeling it. Yeah. Like we mentioned Joe Dispenza a bit um, and I just did a meditation of his just an hour ago. And he says, you have to change your brain, change your energy so that your body is responding to a new mind. You're literally changing your physiology by doing this because your thoughts create your emotions. Yeah. And so as you think in alignment with your vision and as if it's already happened, yeah. you literally feel different and you're, you're changing your bodies. Then of course attracts different things. So cool. So maybe on the topic of that, I fell into the trap early on of just thinking, not making my own definition of success, but just, well, you're supposed to have the car. You're supposed to have this. You're supposed to have the house. You're supposed to wear the dress shirt. You're supposed to wear that name brand. Mm. And luckily I was raised in a, in a religious background where I started questioning the very nature of things and like, well, who said that a dress shirt shows that you're more successful than a t-shirt? Like I started questioning this stuff, but like who came up with that? And why does everyone believe that? When in other cultures, that's not true. And so I see it as a game. Now, if I'm going to go present or speak, I will wear a dress shirt and I'll put something on and I'll play the game of, you know, the nice watch or the nice shoes, because to me, I see it as a game now, but it's not absolute truth. But if I'm to make a change, I have to accept that society sees things one way. And if I'm going to be accepted in a certain so I can change somebody or make an impact, I'll play the game. But 99% of the bullshit that's thrown at me from what is success or what I actually want, I stopped believing and I started making my own definition, my version of what I want my life to be like. Do you find that a lot of your clients or people who start uh, you know, creating uh, what it is they actually want, do they come to realization that they've been living a lie or they've been wanting this stuff and the reason it hasn't come is because it's not what they actually want. So when they go deeper on what do they want, not on what society has imprinted as what's normal, like I used to want a Ferrari and I just had my best year ever last year. I didn't own a car. Like I just didn't care about that stuff <laughs> anymore. Um, and again, I come and go. If I want a car, I'll buy a car. If I don't, I sell it and I take, I take the car to go or I ride my bicycle around town. Like I, it's just not a definition of success to me. Um, so do you find that that starts happening for people when they really start digging into it? They, they kind of are like, man, I've been believing stuff that I actually isn't, has, is a story that's been imprinted. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just an evolution process, just as it was for you. It was for me as well. Like yeah. when I got into this personal development work, I was like, yeah, I want to earn $500,000 a year and own a big house, nice car, BMW. Like, you know, it's just the whole works of like, well, again, what was imprinted? Like that's mm -hmm. a beautiful way of putting it. It's programming. 
You know, it's how mm-hmm. we grew up, what we thought, uh, what we saw as people who are successful and what we believe is like, well, if I get that, then I will feel a certain way. But as we evolve, we realize that it's really just who we become in the process of achieving certain dreams, mm-hmm. especially like in my life and a couple of my clients' lives, like they, they will achieve a certain dream and then like of like the material success. And they're like, wait a minute. Like, okay. Like, but like, I want, I, I want more, like, yeah. like something different that is more fulfilling. Yeah. You no, know, and, yeah. and it ultimately is like the, the one of the like a big foundation of the the programs that I coach and my clients in is that who you become in the whole process of building your dream is actually the the true grit, the true gift. It's what who you become. You 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 mentioned a word earlier, duality, and I want to talk about that for a second because to me that was such an awesome. I used to live in black white. It was either this way or that way, no in between. And actually, Preston mm-hmm. Smiles, who was a coach of mine for a while the one thing he really imprinted on my brain was it doesn't have to be either or yes. um, there's a world between the two. And that was a massive shift for me. So right now, one of the goals is to have a million dollars in one of the accounts. Um, it's a, it's a goal that I think about often. I'm also completely okay. If, if the economy crashed and I had to go live in the woods for four years because there's a, there's a outbreak of like a war or something. I'm cool with that too. And starting to live between the two of like wanting something so bad, but fully letting it go or just exploring the things. I'm like, no way. I'm like, wait, is that actually true? Or is there a game I can play within it has been a game changer, especially over the last 12 months. So this idea of duality for someone listening, what, what, what did you mean when you, when you mentioned that 20 minutes ago? Yeah. So it's very practical in the sense of what I was saying. This is just like simple examples that there, that's how we experience life is that there's duality. There's an up, there's a down, there's a hot, there's a cold, there's a good, there's a bad, there's money in our bank account or there's, we're broke. But the real, tr- like it's what you were speaking to is the true essence of life is living in the paradox. Mm-hmm. Living in that paradox because that, I mean, life is always, is just all a paradox. And so it's like, we want something, but then we are okay with it not happening because then it draws to us. Mm-hmm. I think Bruce Lee is one who, one who says He's that. so it's great like, at that. Yeah. It's like not wanting something actually draws it to me. Or maybe it's, it's Bob Marley. I forget. It. I've seen it on like some quote images both, or whatever. Both geniuses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's, that's, that's really it. It's like living in that duality. And what I really started to tap into with that is that there's this middle ground that you can play with and live in that you actually are, are kind of towing both lines and actually playing with both and just experiencing both because you as the spiritual being can choose in any moment which way you want to go. It's, it's even down to our thinking. It's like we have positive, we have negative thinking. But the really cool thing was, was with that negative thinking is not bad. Like a lot of things like people think, like, I just need to stop thinking negatively. I think I need to get it away. I need to suppress it. I need to just get rid of it. But that's actually a sign of growth. Like if you're, you're coming up against any limits, any doubts or worries, that's actually good because you're on your growing edge. Right. You don't want to stay there, of course, but by acknowledging them for what they are, those, those like limits, like it's actually good for your growth. It's showing yeah. that you're on your edge and that you can go further, farther than that. So, so cool. So, cool. Yeah. so, so do you think that, uh, one lesson for me was like, I suppressed a lot because I was told it's bad. Yep. And when I started exploring it in healthy ways, uh, like aggression, anger, I'm, I'm a very aggressive. I, I know I was like a tiger or a lion in a past life of like, I just want to kill, mm. but I don't want to kill a human and I don't want to create harm. So how can I do that in a healthy way? And instead of suppressing it, you know, I love going target shooting with the most powerful rifle or give me something with horsepower so I can go rip it. Um, 
or get me in a boxing ring or into a into a into a um into a fight that both parties agree to um has been really big for me of like not suppressing things and do you think that the idea of duality or of um you know the idea of 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 suppressing that is also causing harm for people like you have to explore the whole spectrum that we can paint with in this beautiful yep. thing we call reality 100% and i think what most people are stopped with is that uh they think if they accept it then it'll just stay there forever yeah or like it's it's bad or they'll get consumed by it but you know it's it it goes back to again the duality it's like as you you accept and move into that fate or that part of you that you don't want to move into and just explore and then you will have the like the opposite will be more uh enlightened for about lack of a better term like it'll be like lit up in neon signs of like the more positive because once you really get into the, the negative or the like you mentioned you mentioned like your anger your aggression i bet when you get there and you're starting to express it you're start it's it's a release and so then therefore your your mind refocuses on more positive yeah like it's it's it, that balance there's always yeah. a balance in life I love that. I love that. And, and I, I just, I just feel so much. And again, I don't want to make this a conversation about good or bad and different religions, but I just know for me in the way that I was brought up, which isn't against the, the teachings of anyone in particular, but it was like, there's good or bad. You yeah. can't do that, but you can do this. This is bad. This is a sin. This isn't right. And even if you didn't grow up in a religious background, I think society puts a lot of that on us. This is good. This is bad. And once I started breaking those rules and not caring what people thought and being like, you know what, I'm going to try the bad thing. I'm not going to hurt somebody, but let me just explore it. I'm, I'm telling you that all the, the stress in my shoulders, my back, my chronic pain started going away really quick. And I started feeling way more creative, way more driven, way more energetic. I felt more in flow. Like my vessel was, was more of an antenna instead of like closed down, which has been yeah. a beautiful realization for me. And I wish more people would uh, explore that. Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful. So someone who, who just listened to this and is like, hey, this is really, really cool stuff and energy. And, and I'd love to tap into the infinite. I'd love to start some visualization, get really clear on what I want, not what society wants, what I want. Maybe explore some of this quantum, um, the soul stuff that Kevin's talking about. And, and, and Kevin, honestly, when I go through your stuff, I'm just like, you are such a master of this. And I love seeing somebody. I love the idea of mastery, doing something over and over getting better and better at it. And you, you possess that as I cannot wait to see where you'll be. I mean, you already come so far, but in five, 10 years, you could be the number one guy hanging out with Joe Dispenza. I know you will be, which is, which is really inspiring to me. Um, or maybe someone who's just building their coaching business and they're really, really struggling. They're doing the right stuff, which really isn't the most complicated, but there's some block or there's some way they're sabotaging themselves or they say they're going to create content they sleep in, they get stuck in traffic, and then they get pulled over by the cops and they're late for the very appointment that would have changed their life. I know this happens to many because it used to happen to me. Where can people start? What do you have available to people? Or or some resources. We mentioned a few books, Working with the Law, and I'll put the links below, but something that, that can help people get to that next juicy level. So the first thing I'd love to share is uh, is something I've created called the Soul Purpose Blueprint. And it's a 11 page guidebook, very simple, but it takes you into the depths of creating a vision, a clear, specific vision that answers your longing, the things that you want to do that you're not doing yet or having yet or experiencing yet or giving yet. And it, a vision that dissolves your discontent. 
the things that you feel that are painful for you or like you you know you could do more but you're stuck or like anything like that it answers the longing dissolves the discontent you have to clear clarify your vision first and that's takes some work like i spend about a month usually with my clients first mm-hmm. to go deep mm-hmm. into their vision so that it's it's you know getting all the cobwebs out of of self-limiting beliefs and doubts and worries so they can really get involved with that vision so that they can then use the quantum physics that we were talking about, like the, the visualization and getting really involved with that to then affect the quantum field, what it's called, so that they can create that vision. So I'd highly recommend downloading the sole purpose blueprint first, because that's a first dive into it. And then I also literally just last week, I created a new workshop that goes deeper into the quantum physics experiment called the double slit experiment and how that applies to that vision that you're going to create. So this is the science of living your soul's purpose in this workshop. And it's called the, the magic power of quantum visualization. And I actually take um, anyone listening, uh, take you through an exercise that you can work with a certain way of visualizing that can take you into that vision and really feel it. So those are the two things I'd love to offer and both of them are free. So. And what's so cool with that workshop and you got the sole purpose blueprint and then that workshop idea is like we just chatted about it. I just, I can now actually see it is the wave becoming one infinite point and you're taking all the possibility, all the potential. You have a hundred million different places you can end up and it's all just a, a potential. Even the equation for quantum is, is, is not a definite point. It's like where a particle could be at any one moment until you observe it, you see it. And it's become so much more clear to me of the power. It's been something I've been doing for seven years, every morning, every night. What do I want? What do I want to create? And I just have always in some level knew how important that is. But now when I start seeing it as you're taking potential, you're making it one specific point, it just inspires me to go even deeper every morning and every night into what's the life I want to create in, in every area of my life, not just financially. So uh, the Soul Purpose Blueprint will have links below. The workshop um the quantum workshop will have that link below and i ask every guest this i don't care who they are where they came from how old they are how young they are if there was one thing in your growth how old are you kevin i'm 27 that it's so amazing to me too and maybe i'll just say one thing because we work with 24 25 year olds 22 year olds who are like no one would ever listen to me Mm. um do you work with clients twice your age yeah yeah and they listen to you yeah and they learn from you I've changed their life. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I, I think I respect elders. I hold the door open. I don't care. I hold the door open for a 21 year old or 80 year old. doesn't matter to me, but there's a level of when I'm dealing with a client who's twice my age, I usually start with, especially if I'm going to teach something, man, you have so much I could learn from you. You, you've you like, I respect that. But in this one particular area, here's where I'm the master. And if you're open to me teaching you, so there's no, ego where there's no battle. So you learn how to do it. But if you're 21 or 25 or 30 or 18 listening to this or 12, I guess, um, <laughs> I really feel like that's not an excuse to build something beautiful and help those around you. I think that's the biggest limiting belief that many young people have. I don't, I don't know if that's a confidence or a belief thing, but you've, you've found a way to get past that and share your gift and you're truly a master at your work. So um, just wanted to say that because it came into my brain. Don't let that stop you. Um, but but for you with where you're at, 27, 28, 27? Yeah, 27. 27. What's one thing you wish you could pass down to the younger Kevin or someone who's listening? I love taking a book and finding one thing. 
I like taking mm. someone's life and finding one thing, their biggest lesson, because it's sort of a hack and I can see if it works for me right now. And if it doesn't work for me now, I can use it later. Yeah. For you, one of your biggest things that you're like, wow, this made a really big difference for me. And, and you, you, you know, you take that with you. The number one thing, and I, I, I'm really thrilled to answer this question because I, I've listened to your podcast before and I know, I almost forgot about this question until you started asking. I was like, oh yeah, like I love these, these questions. You cheated, you yeah. cheated. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I didn't have it in mind. No, no, perfect, perfect. So the one thing though I would share that I really wish I knew at a deeper level seven, eight years ago was that there is a purpose for my life. There's a purpose for your life, Lucas. There's a purpose for your life listening to us. There's a purpose for every single one of our lives. We're here at this time in human history for a reason. I believe, there's no way of proving this, but I believe we each, each of us chose to be here at this time. And the, the, I guess the tiny bit of evidence of like this is that we feel that there's some re, something for us to do. There's some purpose for our life. I call, I call it our soul's purpose. That's why I have the soul purpose blueprint. But there's, there's a purpose for our soul of why we incarnated at this time in human history. And we feel that as a calling. There's some desire for us to do something. And may, I'm sure many people listen to this, that desire, that purpose is to be a coach. And I actually want to specific, specifically speak to the person listening. If you're a coach or inspiring to be a coach, this is what really drew me to this whole industry and be the coach that I am today. Cause I started when I was 24, I was very young and I had those same fears of like, well, I'm, I'm so young, but I heard this from my mentor. She said that there are literally people praying for you right now for your help. And the, the feeling that you have, the desire that you have to be a coach, that's, that's the echo of their prayers, of their desires, of their calling mm. for you. And you are the only one that can help them. When I first heard that, I, and I really connected with me being a coach, I started crying because I felt that there were people that needed my help. And if I didn't start my business at the time that I did, they wouldn't have changed. They wouldn't have found me. That, that connection would have been missed. Mm. So if you take anything from this entire podcast, I highly encourage you to just go deeper into your heart with that and not think of it as, Oh, like this, I have to make a career out of this or I have to earn money. But mm. think about the people you're serving. There are people out there that are literally needing your help right now. And you are the only one that can help them because this is your purpose and you feel it. So Trust that. Kevin. It, 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 I think within that lies the seed of the reason why you continue to succeed and anyone else, whether they're conscious of it or not, they, 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 Creating content is not difficult when you know your purpose and when you know there's people to serve. Writing up a sales page or a landing page or creating a presentation webinar, creating a workshop for quantum or sole purpose blueprint is easy -er when you are just pulled to like, I need to do this. Like it's not even a question of me trying to, I need to do it because there's people that this can serve. And if we could approach our work, I love how you worded that. With that, I think challenges and obstacles just sort of vanish because it's 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 not even a thing. You you've got to do yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. It's so amazing. And, and and I love a second thing you said there because I just like to deconstruct so I can understand it. But you use the word, I can't prove it, but I choose to believe it, and I love that because you can construct your own model for reality, which is why I choose to pull different beliefs for different religion that serve me right now, 
and empower me to do my work. And if someday it no longer serves me, I can choose to install a new belief or a new model of reality. And I love how you said, I can't prove this, but I choose to believe that we're here for a purpose. Like how empowering is that? And, mm. and it's, it's honestly the seed, the essence of, of why you continue to grow um, or why anyone builds something beautiful, especially a coaching business. Definitely. This is all about service. So amazing. So amazing. I'm going to have links for Kevin's stuff. If you connected with him in any level, you've got an Instagram. Where can they find you on Instagram and follow you and connect? My Instagram name is Kevin F. Carton. Kevin F. Carton. I'll have all the links below. Kevin, thank you so much for your time. And I feel like there's a part two coming about just limiting beliefs because I think that's so powerful. And you mentioned it so many times. We never got to talk about it, but I'd love to yeah. dive in at some point in the future about limiting beliefs themselves. I'm down for that. Appreciate it, Kevin. Thank you so much. Thanks, Lucas. All right. So as always, I just want to finish off the episode with saying thank you for listening. These episodes are 100% free and they're dedicated to helping you build your coaching business because there are clients out there just waiting for you to reach them. They're waiting for you to give them a result. So do not give up on your dream and never give up on your business. Again, these episodes are 100% free. All I ask in return is that you give it a thumbs up, you give it a like, you give it a little bit of love in the comments or the reviews, and you share it with one or two coaches who you know could use help building their coaching businesses. That's it. I'm done. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.